Welcome back to the show. This week I talked about sleep, beatboxing, and internet hoaxes. It was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoyed too. Here it is. Digging in the crates for something, yeah. Hidden gems often misunderstood. Cause you know there's no such thing as too much. Hello and welcome to another episode of Miscellaneous Support Stuff. I'm Jay Sheldon and I hope you've had a good week. I'm glad you're here with me. I know it's been a stressful week for a lot of people. A lot's been going on with the country. Well, if you're in the US, if not, then maybe you're watching what's going on. It's just, I don't know, crazy time, right? 2020 has been quite a year and I'm sure most of you are ready for it to be over. Not that uh, January 1st anything's going to change, but, you know, it. maybe it's a symbol for hope just getting to the end of the year i don't know we'll see but i'm gonna keep this show light today because i think we all need it so i got a few different segments but let's get right into the first one internet stories okay these stories come from broadbandsearch.net it's a blog and the title of this that i'll be pulling from is the 10 craziest internet hoaxes in history so some of these i remember some of them i don't there's a lot on the internet so you can't expect me to remember all of it that's why it's good to read all right number one lonely girl 15. this one makes the list of craziest internet hoaxes simply because of how good a job it did at fooling so many people well that's that should be the measure of a good hoax. The hoax was a video blog, or a vlog, featuring a teenage girl, Brie, aka Lonely Girl 15, who at first seemed to be using the platform as a way to vent about the stresses of growing up. I, I feel like that's every vlog now, really. It doesn't say exactly what year this is though. However, over time the vlog started referencing various secret practices within the family, suggesting Brie was being indoctrinated by her parents into a cult that engaged in all sorts of dark activity. So that's fun. So then you get the internet sleuths out there trying to figure out if she's in danger or not. I assume that's what's happening. I assume that's what's going to happen. I don't know, let's read on. Many people were convinced the vlog was a real account and they began to inquire about where Brie was living to coordinate getting her help. So I was right. I mean, that's nice and all, that's nice, but man. However, soon thereafter, it was revealed that the videos were false, created by a group of three filmmakers. Ah, they gotcha. This should be a reminder that the internet is a place with a lot of lies. I'd say you can trust none of it. Don't trust the internet anywhere, except for Wikipedia. You can trust Wikipedia. Interestingly though, this fictional vlog has convinced so many people and hooked them to the story that it became a web series that lasted for three years and had at its peak some 110 million views that's insane that's insane also lonely girl 15 came out shortly after youtube was made available to the public showing how powerful well-made user-generated content could be and back then when youtube was first starting up when people were first uploading content like it wasn't as normal to get these like parody videos or satirical videos or just like straight up lies you know it was just it wasn't as well known people didn't people didn't know what to look for in videos like that so it, like it's even more interesting because it sounds like she was one of the first or they were one of the firsts to do that so in fact many argue this series helped put youtube on the map and turned it in 
and turn it into what it is today. So while we might feel a bit bad for those who fell for this hoax and thought Brie was in danger, we can take their shame as a necessary sacrifice for the truth of a social media platform now so near and dear to our hearts. True, I mean, I think they maybe, I don't know if they were trying to prove a point, but I think they did. Hoaxes such as this can probably only be pulled off once as viewers will always be more skeptical of stories similar to Lonely Girl 15. However, the show's creators got the timing just right and were able to parlay their viral success into sustained viewership for their show. Number two, charge an iPod with an onion. A good hoax delicately walks the line between absurd and believable. Something too ridiculous, something too ridiculous will turn people away, but something too normal will not convince people to pay attention. Good point, we're learning here. We're learning techniques for you to start your own hoax. Perhaps no other hoax in internet history has achieved this balance more than the how to change an iPod with an onion. I don't think I remember this one. Maybe I would if I saw pictures or a video, which they may link in here. So we'll see, we'll see. Posted as a video from a well-known site that had done hoaxes before, but that had also published a good amount of legitimate content, this hoax provided people with instruction on, this hoax provided people with instructions on, yes, charging iPods with an onion. The video demonstrated that if you poured Gatorade over the onion to load it with electrolytes, and then plugged the USB end of your charger directly into the onion, you would be able to charge your device. Sounds normal, right? If that were legit, I feel like you could start a small side business off of that. In the video, you see the USB plugged into the onion, and then you are shown the flashing lights on the iPod screen, which indicate it's charging. Although it's much more likely that this was taken from an iPod plugged into an outlet. Yeah. I mean, if it's a hoax, yeah, I, I, I assume that. This hoax reminds us how the absurd, if described plausibly, can seem more believable. I mean, that's true. You get the, what's what's the one show? What's the magic show? The Carbonaro, Car, Carbonaro effect? Yes. Where he's doing things in real life and public at stores and like doing insane, unbelievable things with products and then, uh, but then explains it in a way where you're like, I guess that's true. It seems I'm not at a magic show, so I feel like what you're doing is real. It's interesting how, I mean, that alone can make something seem more believable, more believable. But if you haven't checked out that show, you should, because there's a lot of this in there. Countless people plugged their iPods into an onion to see if they could get a charge, but no one did. Surprising. Some people reported damage to their device as a result of plugging it into an onion soaked with Gatorade. Imagine that. Maybe you shouldn't do that or maybe think a little bit more about what you're doing and that, you know, people lie. I don't know, maybe this was early internet too. I can't remember. Number three, the Derbyshire Ferry. I do think I remember this one because the picture looks familiar. Perhaps more of a case of wishful thinking than true gullibility. The Derbyshire Ferry hoax emerged when Dan Baines, a former prop maker from Derbyshire. I hope I'm saying that right. I feel like I'm never saying anything right. Derbyshire, England, posted an eBay advertisement for the corpse of a fairy he found near his home. I do think I remember this one. It definitely looks like a dead fairy. Many people immediately identified it as fake. Yeah, I think, you know, depending on where we're at in the internet timeline, I feel like there's a point where uh, people went from being super gullible to always being skeptical. And maybe that's where this is. Maybe that's where this falls in that timeline. But quite a few took this claim seriously. Baines received countless emails from people asking for more information about the ferry, such as where he found it, if he'd seen it alive, as well as more details about its physical appearance. You know, they also could have been trolls. We're not talking enough about that, because that sounds like something I would do. But it doesn't mean I believe that there's a ferry there. 
Some people even went so far as to warn Banes about the fairy's supernatural characteristics. Yeah, they sound like trolls. Suggesting he return it to where he found to avoid the danger it could pose. Are all fairies bad? I mean, fairies sound nice, right? Part of the reason this hoax was a success was because of the authenticity of the fairy Banes created. I mean, he was a prop maker, so I mean, it makes sense. It does look fairly realistic for a dead fairy. Although when I look closer, it kind of looks like a, a just dead leaves connected to a tree branch or bark. I don't know. You, you're gonna have to look yourself. As a prop maker, he had the skills necessary to make something that looked believable. After that, he just needed a story. People's imaginations did the rest. So if you want to read the rest of these hoaxes, go to broadbandsearch.net and look up the article, The 10 Craziest Internet Hoaxes in History. Okay, so like I mentioned at the top of the show, it is a stressful time. I'm sure a lot of you are maybe having trouble sleeping. And if so, I have something that may or may not help you. I'm going to guess not, but I went to an archive website and found lots of public domain footage. It's something that I enjoy doing from time to time because you get to see some of those old, old, old videos that may even have different information than we what we go by now. So I found this video about sleep. It's like 10 minutes long. It's really focused on children and how to help them form good sleep habits. But you know, maybe you'll find something interesting in there. I hope you do. And if not, hopefully you're entertained by it. But here's that. baby's an exciting addition to the family. But there are problems, too. He's always asleep. When's he ever going to be any fun? All he ever does is eat and sleep. Yes, eat and sleep. And that's just about all you did, too, when you were a baby. You had to depend on your mother for all the things that you needed. She had to feed you, to bathe you, to put you down to sleep. As you grow older, you learn to do more and more things for yourself. Some of these things you do so often that they become habits. Everybody has habits. Dad likes to read his newspaper every evening in this same chair. It's one of his habits. Habits are things you do naturally without having to think about them. Martha first had to think each step when she tied a bow knot. Now she can do it easily and quickly. Regular habits make daily living much easier since they help us do things without having to think about them. Some of the habits you learn now may stay with you all your life. All right, children. It's time to get ready for bed. I'm almost through with this chapter, Mother. It's time for bed, Susie. You go right to sleep now. Getting ready for bed at a regular time is one of the most important habits you can learn. A quiet hour or two before bedtime is part of this habit. It makes you feel relaxed and sleepy, ready for bed. 
Washing up is part of the going to bed habit. Any regular routine before bedtime helps you feel sleepy. Hanging up your clothes can be part of this routine. They'll air out overnight and be neat for tomorrow. Wearing the right kind of night clothes is important. David's pajamas fit him loosely and don't bind him around the waist. David likes to open his window, when it isn't too cold, for fresh air, but he's careful not to sleep in a draft. Of course, Martha has her own habits. Instead of opening her window, she gets fresh air by opening her door a bit. Good night, David. Good night, sis. David's bed is comfortable and the mattress isn't too soft. The covers on his bed are warm without being heavy. And so David's ready for bed at just about the usual time. Of course, he sometimes stays up later, but that doesn't happen often enough to change his going to bed habits. Now to sleep. Some people go right to sleep, others take longer. Because David has regular sleeping habits, he usually drops off very quickly. David has probably never stopped to think what a wonderful thing sleep is. In sleep, the muscles of the body are relaxed. It's the most perfect way to relax that we have. Our breathing is slower and deeper when we sleep. The body's temperature is lower. Even the heart beats more slowly. The whole body is resting. To rest all our muscles, we turn in our sleep. Some people turn often, others not so often, but we all do it. It's a normal part of sound, healthy sleep. Dreams are normal too. Often they're suggested by things around us while we sleep. seem to make much sense, do they? That's because the brain is resting along with the body, so it's less alert when you sleep. After a good night's sleep, you usually wake up easily and naturally. The alarm hasn't rung yet. David finds that he usually wakes up before it goes off. Of course, it takes him a little while to get fully awake. You're never at your best until at least an hour or two afterwards. That's one reason why getting up early is so important. There's plenty of time for breakfast, too. Breakfast is an important meal that shouldn't be missed. If you usually go to bed early enough, you usually wake up early too. You can start the day in a pleasant, unhurried way. 
It's more fun for you that way, and more fun for the rest of the family, too. David and Martha enjoy their mornings, and that helps them enjoy the whole day. As the day goes on, you get more and more value from your regular sleeping habits. Plenty of sleep helps you to be bright and alert to the very end of the day. But what about bad sleeping habits? George just doesn't get enough sleep. Now in the afternoon, he's tired. It's hard for him to pay attention in class. When the teacher calls on him, George just can't seem to remember things that he really ought to know. George doesn't realize it, but his main trouble is bad sleeping habits. Last night, for instance. No, no, Muggsy. Don't rub me out. I didn't do it. Honest, I didn't. No rat's gonna squeal on me. You know too much, Limpy. You know I wouldn't sing, Muggsy. We've been pals too long. Slat saw you in the DA's office. Sure, I was there, but, but, but they didn't get nothing out of me. Then why was the coppers around here today? I don't know, Muggsy. I don't know. You squealed, that's why. You put the finger on me. You can't do it, Muggsy. You can't. You can't. Oh. Yes, George has bad sleeping habits. And even when he finally does get into bed, he finds it hard to go to sleep. That's because he hasn't formed the habit of going to sleep at a regular time each night. And it's just as hard for him to wake up in the morning. George! George! Get up, George. He's still tired because he hasn't had enough sleep. The morning starts badly, and the whole day goes badly when you get too little sleep too often. And even after class is over, you keep on paying the penalty for bad sleeping habits. You don't have much fun when you're tired and low in energy. Lack of sleep makes it hard for you to do your best. You just can't seem to get into the game and have fun the way the other fellows do. You're irritable and cross, hard to get along with. People don't like you, and you don't like yourself when you're like that. Probably neither David nor George realize how important their sleeping habits are to the way they enjoy their waking hours. Going to bed at a regular time each night makes it easier for you to go right off to sleep instead of lying awake long into the night. You wake up easily and naturally without having to be dragged out of bed. And most important, your day starts right and stays right. Both David and Martha have learned that good sleeping habits help you get the most 
out of everyday living. Okay, for the last segment, I'm going to play an old clip for you again, and it is from an episode that has stuck with me. It's not that old, but it is the beatboxing and faith healing episode. I think it was 54 that I did with my friend Brandon, and the reason it has stuck with me is because we did this music looping thing that uh, the the song, I guess if you want to call it a song, the song that came out of it just has always stuck in my head. And every time I hear it, it just makes me smile. So I'm going to play, well, probably a clip that features that. But the whole episode is something that I really enjoyed. And I hope you enjoy it too. If you haven't heard it, here's a clip from that episode. Takes me back to college when I did some beatboxing in my day. That's a yeah. little something you guys don't know. It's part of a crew that would travel around and sing and just play guitars and beatbox. Did you really? Yeah. That's uh. They were acapella some days, and then we were instruments others. Wait, how did that start? That sounds like a miscellaneous important thing. Um, well, I uh, was, I guess I went to a Church of Christ growing up, so like really, really conservative. We only sang acapella. And then... Uh, college was offering kind of like this scholarship if you were part of this group so i had to like try out for the group and it's just like a funny comedy group and so i sang and we did stuff like that and i would beat box up on stage and just be silly and it was usually for camps for that to promote our school that i went to okay and uh that's kind of where it was and i i went to 30 different states i think doing that doing that <laughs> yeah Wait, but how'd you get into beatboxing? Was it uh, just beatbox- like no beatboxing is like, like that, like that's like a cornerstone in your life in in acapella, like COC growing up. It's like okay, so are you like gonna be somebody famous, like a rock band, or are you gonna be in an acapella band? Because if you're gonna be an acapella band, you're only cool if you're the beatboxer, <laughs> you know. So it's like, oh, I have to be the beatboxer, you know. Come on. And at the time, like the loop stations started coming out and oh, some yeah. other cool stuff like that. So I like got all that stuff and I sucked at it, so I stopped that stuff. But the but the groups I would listen to, it was like, I'm so, oh, this is so awesome. And then I take it to the, all the kids at my school. And then they were like, what the heck is this? What is <laughs> Once this? you're outside like, of that what, circle. What, can you, can you just use a drum set? I'm like, <laughs> no, I use my voice. Cause you know, I'm like, cool. And what's crazy is like, there's a humongous following of it. Like now, like you go on YouTube and just type in beatboxing oh, and, I've and watched they have like tournaments and I'm sitting here going, okay, well one, I'm glad I'm not that big of a nerd, but I am. And I love it. Yeah, two, you're the one watching it. That two, makes you just a bigger nerd. No, I'm actually a bigger nerd. But two, it's like, oh my gosh, what did they do for 10 years? Like, this is crazy. It's like, it's, it's a sport on its own. I love it. Yeah. So, um, no, it's pretty cool. That's my miscellaneous important <sighs> thing for me. Man, I'm trying to get into looping. I love uh, loop machines. I actually have one over here. I don't think do I've you shown really? you this. <gasps> this is the, uh, the RC505. Oh, yes. And it's very good. I've had trouble hooking it up to my oh, software here. So yeah, it works, but I want to get it all integrated. Uh, you should come back. We should just do some looping. Um, I would love to do some looping with you because one, it's fun, and two, if you, I don't know, it's easy to make songs with loopers. I know. I love and you can I go for hours. People making loops online, like YouTube videos of people recreating songs, or like, oh, oh ooh, that's even better. We could do kind of like what they do on um, <laughs> uh, the NBC show. What's his name? Which, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, I was about to say uh, the the G- Trump show. No, Whoa. N- no. <laughs> Apprentice. Uh, Tiny hands. Uh, no, not that one. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, uh, where he does like those little random songs with 
Oh know, yeah, stars yeah, yeah, and like silly dumb toys. And he's we, usually done we could like pick out five songs that we like. Start us off on the beat, you know, the beat boxes, and then you loop that, and then we yes. move on to the next thing, and then we just grab random things that we have around the your place here and just make some songs. Yeah, because I have enough instruments here. Yeah, I got. Let's see, saxophone. I can bring my drum box you back. Got, you got your electric guitar, acoustic guitar, acoustic guitar. I can play some acoustic for you. I know that one. What else? Uh, a saxophone. And you have a table that's definitely workable if I we don't key, want to do beatbox. I have two box. keyboards. Uh, see, we're set. I have a yeah. sample pad coming. Sample pads. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're wearing pads. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, cool. Yeah, yeah. that's my. Uh, that's a little old history of of B. Randon. Perfect. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Fun. Do you want to do you want to sp- spit any more beats? Uh, no, no, I'm good. No. Do you feel like you lost it? That like, oh, very much so. But I mean, no, I feel like an old fart when I start doing it because I'm like, I don't have the cool tools that everyone else has now. What so tools? Like, like you know, like a, oh, a looper you, yeah, yeah. or like the biggest thing for me is like headphones and microphones sound great when you're there, but when you're just doing it in the open with nothing to kind of make your your beats sound fatter and cooler you're just basically spitting and people are sitting there going okay are you done are you done yet and it's cooler too if like you have somebody beatboxing while somebody else is like rapping something or doing doing something but of course you know i can't do that for you i just don't think i fit that bill nor do i rap fast and by rap i mean i don't rap at all i don't know no, you need to find a rapper yeah rapper or somebody who can sing fast like uh Ed Sheeran, you know. Does he sing fast? Well, you know. I guess he does. Yeah, sometimes. His, his his main like one of his songs is oh, and he does all that stuff. So, wait, does that go with beatboxing? Mm-hmm. That's what he started. I think that he has a version of it online where he does his drums or he does his drums with his with his guitar, loops it. Then he does his he does beatboxing with his mouth, and then he starts singing and gets everybody sort of going whoa. But I mean, is beatboxing go with fast singing like is that is that a uh is that a thing no i think it's more of just like you as a beatboxer the cool the be- cool beats are faster That's you know you, if you stick down to the 70s and 80s you you, you kind of get into slow jams and i don't know who's going to slow jam like a electric solo with a beatbox it's just not something now that being said uh pentatonics totally blows all uh, that out of the water they've they've done that and they've added in ba- beatboxes but their beatboxer luckily is also a cellist so whenever he doesn't beatbox on slow songs he just grabs the cello and he's like i'm amazing at this too guys look at me go so yeah i love how also i'm i'm feel like i'm talking about beatboxing like i'm um some sort of authority on it and no i, I know great. i know nothing about it really other than i've also watched those youtube videos of people here i can give you a 101 do you want a 101 just for the hell yeah. okay so the Break biggest thing down. the biggest thing for me when it comes to beatboxing i don't know this just is thing so uh you have your bass drum just like in a, in a drum you know so it's always the yeah right and then you have your your hi-hats which are the Right, Ooh, that's a good sounding hi hat. Yeah, really. so it sounds like do it again. <laughs> so it's like open hi hat, right? Or you have it closed. That closed felt hi-hat. more like a closed hi hat. Yeah. yeah. So, so you got like that. That's a kind of an open one, or or Half maybe open. just or maybe or just like a, just a, a rim shot open. a little bit. So and and then you got like the then the snare, which is just the so it's like. But again, I'm just spitting. I'm not doing much of anything. And then, and then one thing I learned a long time ago is adding in things, you know, 
but the but the thing is is you have to say this thing called it's called dividedus. <laughs> uh, so that come, come again it's called dividedus. <laughs> so it, it it's divida 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 and then you kind of close your mouth up as you're doing it so it becomes you know kind of like electric sounding drums so that's kind of my like drum 90 so yeah it's like you know it's like yeah i wish I knew how to freestyle. I don't know words. I'm lame. <laughs> so, dividedus. So, that one, that one's uh, fun. And then crashes are just... Yeah. So. Is that how you'd end it? Uh, yeah. Oh, man. I love music. <laughs> or the crash. Yeah, no. Music is great. All right, so I realized while I was editing, I got this wrong. Um, what I was talking about actually takes place over two episodes. Brandon taught me how to beatbox, and we talked about looping, but didn't do it in that episode. So I'm actually going to play that episode next. This is episode 63, where we actually did a little bit of looping. We talk about that, and I play that recording. Jay and I had this idea maybe a couple shows back to... Uh try to do some looping, do some beatboxing on it and like come together and do some cool stuff. And we found out one big flaw in our, in our plan right now, which is, uh, if you put the input into the looper from the master, you get a whole bunch of looping over and over again without wanting those loopings. Yeah. It's confusing. It was confusing yeah. for us too. We couldn't figure it out, but we made some pretty fun stuff happen by Jerry rigging a few things. Can it, I say that yeah, in there? I, that's, that's good. Right? Should I should I Google that real quick, or do you? Uh, we'll just go with we'll it. We'll just go with it. Yeah. Your Anyways, your intentions I, were I, good. Yeah, yeah, they were good. Um, so yeah, no, I uh, so we 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 made this beautiful mess, and it was awesome. But we did figure out a way to kind of do it a little bit. What I mean, yeah, it works. Like, and I've run into this problem before because there was a time right after I got this thing, which let me show people who are watching. It's right next to me here. Yeah. This wonderful looper. It and is great. It's a great boss thing. Boss is amazing. They make amazing tools. I'm just going to go and say that. Yeah. But so. I had that same moment when you weren't here just playing with it. And I could hear it for this first time. I was like, it's working. It's working. And then I started looping things. And I'm like, it's not working. It's not working. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard because you've got a lot of stuff going into this computer. So I it's, know. It's, it becomes complicated. Like yeah. the routing of it. Yeah. We, I was even having to think while I was talking to you, like, no, if we just do the no if we just do oh no yeah. we can't do this at all you're talking through it thinking like this works right this works <laughs> yeah so essentially what we ended up finding out or trying was we would loop one part with the drum set and then we would record the second part and turn off the first part so we had the drum set and the next part to it yeah see it's even hard to explain saying it out loud yeah so it, anyways it layered on top of itself created but you like could reverb. never turn off a track because it would just go back to the yeah first one. you'd have one new track with all the layers <laughs> and anyways it, it was it was a mess but it was funny but i'm gonna play this because yeah. i uh i i don't know it was so much fun <laughs> we did goof around it was nice go ahead all right um you know what now i gotta find it i'll find it no you're you're good um, where place a little song while we're waiting yeah do can you do like a like a little jeopardy interlude. song little jeopardy song is that Jeopardy? <laughs> I don't 
That's no. Jeopardy. No, I don't think that was Jeopardy at all. <laughs> all right, here it is. I found okay, it. Hit it. All right. So yeah, that one just keeps on going. I'm sure we could add some raps and stuff to this and make millions of dollars. All right, that is it for this week. Next week, I should have a guest and a longer episode, so that's good. Be ready for that. But for right now, that's it. If you like this episode, please let me know. If you hated this episode, please let me know. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please let me know. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next week.